Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Questions? What's the thinking on your move or, or what went into the decision today to let Daniel Carlson go? Did you see the game? Okay. Was it, was it an easy decision? Yeah, pretty easy. Triple A credits are right. Hang up the phone and let your heart break on the inner lane. Twenty four twice. She's on the phone, but she's staying on. Will shop Boulevard. Old dreams dying hard. Hello, a Minnesota sports fam. Thank you for listening to No Shirts, Just Skins. No. Oh, get, come on. Oh, You're falling into that repetitious little cycle right into there. It. Okay, hold on. We'll try it again. We'll try it again. All right, hold on. Take two. Take two. Hold on. Hello, Minnesota sports fam. Thank you for listening to the Minnesota sports fan podcast on minnesotasportsfan.com. I just figured this one works out a little bit better for what we're doing. It makes a little bit more sense considering the fact that no shirts, just skins. I mean, if you're going to search for it, you really can't find it. It's uh, yeah, it just it, it's it's a little bit more fitting. Plus, the fact is, I keep wearing a shirt. I, I was just going to say that it doesn't really work out when the guy that we named it for never goes shirtless. But I just I can't follow rules. You know how it is. Well, if you tell me to do something, I'm do the opposite. And I men- I um I mentioned it. In our bio, if you go and look at the bios that are on all of them, that shirts are still optional. All right, good. Well, then next podcast, I'm taking my shirt off. Yeah, we'll see. I'll believe it when I see it. <laughs> Anyways. Wow, you really want me to get naked over here. <laughs> it's kind of weird. I mean, uh, yeah. the fact that you're I do a dude the and you're my cousin. Of this. I, I do it for the views. All right, all Anything right. for the views. What a sellout. Anything. What a sellout we got Anything over here. Anything. for the views. Wow. Define <laughs> anything. Let's go in depth here. Let's hear more. Let's talk about how many views we're getting. Um, well, I, I think last time we got our little recap, probably just shy of 200 or something like that. So, I mean, what are you going to do to push it up to 500? Ooh, 500 wouldn't get me that many. Now, if you start talking like 1,000 or like 10, like what would I do for 10,000 Tell me views? what you're willing to do. What would I be willing to do for a thousand views? What would you be willing to do for a thousand views? Jeez. If we upped it to 10,000 views, I would say just about anything. Weren't you at one point in time going to get a Case Keenum tattoo on your ass? Yes, that would have gotten, but that would have been more, I think, like the hundreds of thousands of views. I thought you were going to do it for 150 views at the time, (laughs) if I remember correctly. I think that would have been. I think you're a fucking liar. That one would have went viral. That would have been great. I almost got a tattoo when I was in Vegas on my ass. God, I'm glad I didn't. (laughs) That would have been a real regretful decision. For 10,000 views, I would definitely get a tattoo on my ass. I was willing to do it for free just to go home with some chick. (laughs) Well, that doesn't surprise me at all. (laughs) But for you, that's definitely not free. No, no. (laughs) true. (laughs) That's about anything that uh, if you were to be paid in anything, I think that would be it. Well, the beauty of it is I didn't have to get a tattoo in my ass, and I still went home with her. <laughs> so you're the winner. She's the, Exactly. She's the winner, too. Everyone's, <laughs> Everyone's the winner. The winner. <laughs> Everyone went home happy. Yes. <laughs> to the same house. Yep, and then she had to go back to Canada. <laughs> well, that's, yeah. God, well, I that's should really quit talking about better, that kind right? of stuff on here. Jeez. No, I think that uh, just adds adds character. Anyways, we're here to talk Minnesota sports. Oh, you don't want to talk Vegas and hookups and parties. Okay, Well, we could get back to that eventually, but uh, <laughs> there there's some fun stuff to talk about in sports, too. Uh, let's see. Let's start with what we listened to first, and that was... Uh, Mike Zimmer not really feeling bad like a lot of other people do Dude, about uh, cutting Daniel Carlson. I love it. I love just the savage approach. Like, did you see the game? Pretty easy decision. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I was at the game, and my God, I have never walked out of a game in my entire life where both fan bases were pissed. Nobody was happy. Like, you're walking back, and you swear to God, like, we all just lost our dog to death. Like, 
it was, I mean, everybody walked out just sour-faced, shoulder slump, like, what a weird, weird ending. Well, let's call a spade a spade, because I heard some uh, possible rumors about that end of that game, um, that you might not have actually been in the stadium any longer to watch it. Um, I'm, those rumors <laughs> might be correct. I may have finished the game at the bar. I uh, might've let my emotions get the best of me. Not you. Oh, I was so mad. We had three chicks behind us or four chicks. Only one was like real cute or whatever, but they were kind of going back and forth all game long. And it was kind of fun. Like had we won out of state, it would have been a great time, but we lost like they're rubbing in my face and they're like, you're leaving. I'm like, yep, I've had enough. It was like to the point where like, I was so mad after that. Treadwell interception. Yeah, I was going to say that was, uh, that was right well, after the, you know who. Yeah. It, uh, yeah. That's right. You don't refer to him as a human he, being he, person name. That nothing. person does not have a name anymore in my book. They're, the artist, the artist formerly known as number 11. Sure. That works. All right. All right. But yeah, I mean, after the interception, I was so mad because one, you know, he already dropped the first down earlier yeah. and mm-hmm. then all of a sudden he goes and drops that, that not just, doesn't just kill a drive, but all of a sudden it's off his hands for an interception. It's like, you've got to be kidding me. So I was just so mad. Like, there was just nothing left. And, and at that point, there was like two minutes and 15 seconds left. So the game was over. Like, should have been over. But whatever Mike McCarthy wanted to do, I don't understand how you, what did they use, like 13 seconds of clock up after that? Like, what in the hell were they doing? The worst clock management of all time. Well, Unless, I might argue that Mike Zimmer's at the end of the game was worse knowing our history. Um, what point? What piece are you? The talking? very end, where he where he uh, decided that the, he'd put the game in the hands of Daniel Carlson. Yeah, but ninety nine point nine percent of the time, that's a correct decision. You're supposed to have a kicker that, but not here, and especially not there, not in that situation. It's thirty five yards. Like, what do you want to take a shot of the end zone? I mean, at this point, yeah, but no, he had two timeouts left, and every time we were running the ball, we were gaping them for like. Five, ten yards. Use your timeouts. They're beaten. They're worn down. Use your timeouts. Get as close as you can. If if Latavius busts one and goes to the end zone, great. You but- still expect your idiot kicker to kick a 35-yard field goal for the win, though. That's just all there is to it. And that's why he no longer has a job and he's going to be begging groceries at the local Walmart. Is he good enough for that? I said Walmart. I didn't say Target. <laughs> well, we know he's not good enough for Target. <laughs> That was solid. <laughs> yeah, he, I. Another factor in this whole thing are the fans, and uh, immediately everybody, obviously, right away was cut him. But then you have a lot of people feeling bad all of a sudden for Daniel Carlson. They should all go to hell. This is sports. This is your job. If I just don't show up for work for a few days and I don't do my job, I'm probably not going to come back to a job the next day. That's all there is to it. You have one job. If you can't perform it, you have no purpose on the team. Right, and it's not like it's – sure, you showed up, but we relied on you to do your job this one time – in a huge situation. No, three times. Right, three times, but especially at the end. If he makes that one at the end, then we all forget about the other ones. And he has a job next week. And he has a job next week. So your only job is to hit this one kick. That's it. We have told you all month long that we need you to close this one deal. And he even this went up to Zimmer and matters. said that if you put it in the middle of the field, I will hit this. I will do my job if you give me a chance to do my job. And then he didn't do his job, so therefore he's fired. Yep, and... Let's remember that this is a guy who, talking about feeling bad, this is a guy who went to college for free. Let's say, let's say his football career is over, where it's done. He'll never get a job again in the yep. NFL, all right? He got his school paid for for kicking things through uprights. Yep. 100% free, college degree. And he got a $250,000 signing bonus just for inking his deal, plus the two-game uh, checks. Game checks, whatever they what those so, amount to. You know, I guess if you told me that before I headed in, I got to head into the real world and work my office desk job where I hope to keep up with the rest of the Joes around the world, you were first gonna give me free college and four hundred thousand dollars. I don't I would, think anybody I would should love feel bad to for fail me. at my job for that kind of money. I would be exactly. enamored to fail at my job for exactly. that kind of money. And to, what I was, I was talking to some people at work too. It's like. If that's the reality that you live in, then Daniel Carlson should feel bad for all of us every single day of every our lives. Every day, because I'm not making anywhere near that, and I'm succeeding at my job, to some degree, at least. So you should feel bad you for should, me. I feel very bad for you. Do you feel bad for me? I feel bad for God, you. I feel bad for us. I feel bad for everybody. Let's just feel bad for everyone. God, I just, yeah, I can't, I, I, 
just don't understand people. Oh, he had a bad day. It's like, no, it, this is professional sport. This is cutthroat. This is competition. You bring somebody in. You find the best person for that position that you can. Yeah. PJ, I do not feel bad for him whatsoever. No, PJ Fleck was on uh, was on K Fan today doing his weekly radio spot, and they asked him about the same sort of thing, and just said how he handles it. And the first thing he said is, "Well, let's remember that it's a one hundred percent different situation." He goes, "My job is to raise kids, to get these kids into men, to turn them into adults, to get them ready for real life. If my kicker comes in and misses a kick, immediately kicking him to the curb." Isn't really going to do that. No, but these are kids. But Daniel Carlson, now that he got drafted into the NFL, he yep. is now an adult. I don't care if you're 22 years old. He is considered an adult. You're in the real world at that point. Right. And No, and that's what he's saying is that when you're in the NFL, you're the, your job, doing your job, dictates how everybody else does their, how their job is looked yep. upon. So because you miss that kick, now Mike Zimmer is not quite, good, quite as good of a coach. And he Our might lose his job because right. because you don't you do your job. Somebody else is going to lose their job because of it. Exactly. So it's just like he said. It's a one hundred percent different situation. Looking All at I can say and, is good riddance. I don't ever want to hear his name ever again. I don't care. I wish him the best. I don't care. I mean, whether he's a door greeter at Walmart or if he you know ups his game and he becomes a cashier, good for him. Right. I'm, I'm Hopefully happy he's good for at it. Him. Hopefully he's good at yeah. it. Better than what he is on the field. Right. Finds his real calling. His real true not at calling. Target. Yep, give him that little vest. Not at not at Target. <laughs> um, so let's let's move on from that. So we have a couple more negatives. We have he who must not be named, and let's talk about his his miss catches. Because what it wasn't just. The, Are you talking about how he's got more drops than he has receptions? Yes. Oh, but they're not just drops where it's. First and ten in the first. No, they're quarter. first downs. They're, they're game clinching drives, like in the worst possible situations. And let's not forget, he's the number twenty three or twenty six, whatever the hell overall draft pick. He's a first round draft bust. I mean, pick. Yeah, well, that's that's where Spielman went wrong. Ever since then, we've done the opposite. And you. Keep well, the thing the is, though, when he drafted him, he should have never been around at that spot. Like, the thing is, like, he was the consensus number one wide receiver in that draft, and I think he was the number one wide receiver coming to the high school. Well, like, but it was because of the injuries. But The injuries that dropped and everything. That if you remember, we we had the – there was, like, a run of, like, five or six. Yeah, there was Doxon, there was him, there was somebody else and that And so went. it was almost like, oh, crap, we need a wide receiver, yep. so let's pick the last one available that's in this – Group of upper echelon wide receivers yeah. in this draft when you still had but Mike going Thomas went second. He would third have round. been the dream choice. He'd have been the guy that if he dropped, like that was the first receiver that you wanted essentially off that board. Yeah, maybe I think he was he was dealing with so many injury. He was dealing. He was coming off. Did yeah, he, even, he, he went up with a whole season without playing, and then he came back in his senior season and didn't play as well as he had hoped. Yeah, he still had over a thousand yards, like ten recept or ten touchdowns, something like that. He had a good year, but like he was still like on the up and up or whatever because yeah, he had a pretty gruesome injuries, like dislocated ankle, yeah. broken fibula, some other things like that. So you just expected that he'd get better and better. At this point in time, it's he not should a- be better and better. I mean, the guy is built like a shit brick house. Yeah, I mean, he's he's bigger than any of our two of our other yeah. wide receivers combined. It's not a talent thing; it's a head thing. He just he's lost confidence. He can't catch the ball, and he can't catch the ball. That's like, a I, as a receiver, I heard it's important to catch the ball, right? Uh, that's what I've heard, especially when it's your job, kind of like kickers. Oh kicking yeah, it through the- so he's not doing his job either. Right, we got all kinds of guys not doing the job. You know days. who else didn't do their job? Who's the, that? Re- the whole special teams. Yeah, that blocked punt, that was devastating to begin with. But Another thing, too, um, people are talking about it, but Cheryl's fair catch inside the 10-yard line when, one, he had a ton of time, and usually Cheryl doesn't make mistakes. He did that multiple times. Where but he... it was inside the 10-yard line. He called a fair catch prematurely, way, way early, where he could have actually fielded that and returned it. Yes. Called a fair catch inside the 10, so either, one, you, you return it, or two, you let that go into the end zone. And that's what ended up leading to that block punt in the end zone for the touchdown, which which hurts. Well, and I think Hughes came in just to to return some kicks after that. He too. did. Well, I think uh, I think Cheryl's might have left with an injury as well. But okay, either way, well, yeah, Hughes he, came in and had a kickoff return for like forty five yards right from the start, and he God, he looks as Prefer's on the hot seat a little bit. For a guy I've that, been starting to hear some things. People going, ah, eh, maybe this prefer isn't quite what he's uh, what well, we've for a heard. Guy him that's to be. supposed to be like one of the top echelon best special teams coaches in the league, like. We're struggling. We're definitely struggling. It's been right both now. games. Both games were giving up chunks and chunks of yards in special teams. And then, I mean, it might have been the first one that got blocked, but gosh, some of the field goals and some of the punts have just not been, they've just been kind of ugly all around. It's, yeah, our special teams does not look good. But on the plus side, 
if we want to go a little optimistic here, how big is Dan Bailey coming in? Like oh, that's something huge. that should have just happened right from the start. Like we should have never even been in this position. Not not with a Super Bowl caliber type of team that we have, but to go and bring in what is you know now the second most accurate kicker in NFL history. Like, and the guy's got a leg. I mean, he can kick 50-yard field goals, like, going on a style. Yeah, the only thing, and I haven't even looked up the numbers on my own, but the, what I've heard negatively is that he's got he's dealing with a hamstring or has in the last year or so. He had a and groin then, injury last year. Yeah, and then and because of that, percentage his was percentage was well, down. Well, going on the IR and stuff, too, and I think there's some back issues with it. But, again, I'll take a 78% field goal kicker over what we've had for the last decade. Oh, yeah, and I just... I'm so sick. I was telling, I was telling my uh, my dad, and my brother. I was watching the game with them on Sunday. I am so sick of the most nerve wracking part of every single game being whenever our kicker strolls I'm onto so, the field. I'm, I can't handle it. My butt puckers up. My penis goes into turtle shell mode. Like I'm just sitting here, like scared. Like I just jumped into water that's forty degrees. Like I can't handle it any longer. No. Like I want to. I, I want just like every other team that kicks against us. I want to just know it's automatic, done deal. We're on to the next possession. How shocked were you when Crosby missed? Beyond shocked, nobody, I, nobody misses against us. I couldn't even nobody believe misses it against us. when I saw that going left, and then it almost veered right. Like the first one that they mm-hmm. where they called the timeout, it almost veered right back in. That would have happened where it looked like it was going to miss the whole time, and it just nobody ever it. misses. Against nobody us. ever does, especially when he hit five field goals that game. Yes, yeah, I had him on my fantasy team, so that wasn't all bad, but. Vikings first, obviously. I hope so. Uh, always, always. Um, but we did have some upsides. Kirk Cousins is the real fucking deal. Again, I said it on our last uh, recap. We got a bargain. People can talk about, oh, he's overpaid. Fuck that. Pay him double what he's getting right now. What did he? What was his stat line? I think I have it pulled up. 425 yards and... 35 of 48 for 425 and four touchdowns. Yeah. Like. And that throw to, to Thielen at the end was oh. insane. He hit Diggs like in stride. For Laquan's that bomb. Like, touchdown was a snipe, and that was a snipe. Like that was just, just an throws it so rocket. hard. When I he know needs to. we it's haven't just... seen that since Brett Favre. Brett Favre, and we only saw it for a year. And it was almost like with Favre. And I'm not saying that uh, Cousins isn't. You you don't know that he has a big arm, but Brett Favre was known for it. So you were yeah, ready you, for it. You knew it. what you were like, getting into. But, with Cousins, you knew he had a good arm. But, but that was also a decade ago, and we yeah. had to go, and we had to watch yeah, Sam Ponder ago. play God, for years, old. and yeah. Sam Ponder's husband, whatever, same difference. Did you see what Barstool did to her? Oh, yeah, it roasted her. <laughs> I love got, it. They, they have two... Clown shirts in that in that barstool sports. Roger Goodell, Roger Goodell and Sam, Sam Ponder. <laughs> if you get put uh, with barstool sports in the same, well, conversation she's making up as lies and stories now. I know she I can't help herself. She she's Miss PC. Yep, that's she, that's exactly what that's she is. that's why she jumps on him, and then they're the opposite of that. So they just keep on going, and back that's why and, her career is stumbling, bumbling, and going absolutely nowhere. Her ratings are dropping like. She, well, so is ESPN, and she's not very good. She's the only woman on that uh, on the on the the morning show. The I think she does the fantasy football morning show. Hmm, I, I guess on I ESPN. I didn't even know she's with ESPN anymore. Oh yeah, I'm, oh yeah. I'm, I'm exaggerating. <laughs> okay, all right. Yeah. If I see her name, I just turn it because I can't stand looking at her. Right, and I I watched her for a little while, and she's stumbling and bumbling, and I just didn't think she was very good in general. Her and her husband are literally like there's there's power couples, and then there's the opposite they're bottom couples, them, and they're they're just bottom feeders, <laughs> just worthless bottom feeders. Both of them suck at their careers. Do you think Do you think Ponder made enough money when he was in the NFL? Because once she loses her job, where else? I mean, once you're in broadcasting, uh, I, maybe they got spots open at Walmart. Maybe Daniel Carlson over for maybe her. we can get all of our cast offs. They're gonna work at Walmart together. <laughs> Good for them. Greeters and cashiers. That should be a South Park episode. <laughs> <laughs> just all of the. You just got Christian the- Ponder out there pushing carts. <laughs> All of the old, uh, washed up, but still young enough to play NFL and MLB and everybody just yeah. works at the same Walmart. A bunch of losers. <laughs> uh, let's see. The the entire offense, outside of he who must not be named, yep. was a positive. They look good. I mean, our offensive line, a little here and there, a little yep. shaky, but yep. did but what they had to do. You're going to expect that with this offensive line. That's why but, I'm not going to hold that against them. But Dalvin Cook looks good. Latavius Murray looks good. Yes. 
Thielen and Diggs, I mean, what, what more can be said about we those We should guys? stop taking wide receivers in the first round and just realize that the best wide receivers for us are going to be fifth-round picks be, and undrafted. Yes, exactly. From fifth round and beyond, we should start trading all of our high-end picks for more fifth and sixth. Like, yep. we will give you our first-rounder for four The only thing rounders. that we do in the first round is take cornerbacks. <laughs> yes, corner- cornerbacks in the first round and then trade everything <laughs> back because all of our studs come in third round and later. Defensive players only. God, no shit. Talk about just... Just unbelievable draft. Like, just they find that upside. They coach him up, and then they just kill it. I think. I think the defense too. I think their performance was underrated because a Rodgers was hobbled, so people saw that as an advantage. Defense. He looked just fine. The guy was running around. I the think they, they only had like one offensive one touchdown. offensive touchdown, a bunch of field goals. If you hold Aaron Rodgers to one offensive touchdown, you've done your job, and then some. Yes, and. You, I pointed it out multiple times where I was watching and just... You, you take that block punt away, and it's not even a game, but we had to sit and kind of come from behind that entire game. And we're at Green Bay again. Like, I mean, it's to come out of Green Bay with, I mean, a, a tie, yeah, that sucks, but we didn't lose. Exactly. And we still have one game left at our place, and if we win that, then we then have... we win the tiebreaker, and it's not going to matter anyway because we probably won't lose the rest of the year regardless, so there will be no tiebreaker to break. I mean, I I said 15-1 and one when the season started. Could it be 15-0-1? Oh I, I think that's what it's going to be now. Well, I mean, the Bills. The Bills, that's the Bills. just... What a fucking dumpster fire. Maybe maybe we should just throw Sloter out there and pull Diggs and Thielen. Just, give just to make sure make we it don't with, have any injuries. Make it within 20. Yeah, we got to pad those guys' stats. So we got to make sure that both those Good guys point. go to the All-Pro, you know, go to the Pro Bowl, become All-Pro, all that. Like. So we should be more looking at how quickly can we get them out. Yes, yeah. How quickly can we get them both 150 yards and touchdown? Seven minutes into the first quarter, we should be good to go. Yeah, that's that. That sounds about right. With how bad this Bills team is, they got guys quitting at halftime, and they don't not even just know quitting, going. retiring, retiring at halftime. I'm not even going to deal with this anymore. Not only do I've I not had wanna, enough, I don't want to be a Bill anymore. You have made me not even want to play. I don't even want to play anymore. football anymore. I'm going to go read a book and call it good. That's it. I've had enough. <laughs> All done. God, how funny is that? Yeah, what a dumpster fire. Yep, that's uh, noon on, on Sunday. They can break tables, though. Yeah. Those motherfuckers know how to break some tables. And they, they can party. I the respect fans, that. The fans are the best at breaking tables, and in all <laughs> sorts of different ways, too. They flips, back flips, front flips, off of RVs, off of other tables. The best each athletes other. in that city are the fans. They should get the fans on the field. Those motherfuckers know how to hit. Yeah, that's absolutely right. They know how to take hits, too. They know how to take hits and get right back up and <laughs> yeah. slam a beer. It's impressive. It that's really the, is. Now if, that I think about if it. If you were going to go on a road game, and I don't think you'd want to do it just like you wouldn't want to do like a gopher game in the middle of winter here in the outside, but if you could go to like a game in Buffalo right now just to party with them, like if you could go to the Vikings game this oh, coming God. weekend, in, if it was in Buffalo... I might not make it back, and I probably have because as a Vikings fan, I don't know if uh, – I don't think my body could take that at this point in time. <laughs> well, we know that both of our bodies couldn't take that. I can't even this. walk down the stairs without spraining an ankle anymore. <laughs> Plus, you had the alcohol, and that takes us five days to recover when we introduce that to our bodies. God, even longer at that point in time. I'm, I'm still recovering from Vegas. I finally – today's the first day I feel normal again. <laughs> oh, man. It's a rough life we live, my friend. Rough life. Very rough life. Uh how much do we love Mike Zimmer? God, dude, that press conference is he just savage. Just calls it like it is. Like the more and more I listen to him, the more and more I like him. Like you just have to. Easy decision. <laughs> yeah, well, and it's it's not. Did you watch the game? <laughs> I mean, the, I mean, just just a quick one liner, just bang, just like boom, wow. Like, and he's got those sound clips all the time. And They're he's just all over. The he's place. just straight honest. There is yeah. no sugarcoating. He's nope. just he's gonna call it like it is. That's all there is to it. Yep. And it's just matter of fact. Like, just, how could you have any other opinion? <laughs> it's true. You can't even argue with him. No, you can't. You can't. No, Zimmer is Zimmer is the best. I will still say. I don't like a couple things when he was when he's coaching defense. He struggles at time with um, with uh, the little things like uh, I think it was Geronimo Allison caught that one where he was down on his knee and mm-hmm. then he got back up and ran for like tw- ten or twelve more yards and they went to slow mo replay after they hiked the next play and he was clearly down when he had caught the ball before he had gotten back up. But yeah, but that Zimmer didn't that, see it. But that shouldn't be on him. There's other coaches. There's other people in the booth. But there's other people that have the views that sh- that should be able to see that versus him because he's looking at the next play call. He's looking at 
the next series. But of that's my point, schemes. though, is that we don't know any of that. So that all comes back on him as a head coach because oh, yeah. he's the one who has to throw the red flag. So if he doesn't have the right people in place, then it makes him look bad. And I still, I, I was watching that last drive and saying, don't tell me that we are going to run the clock out for Daniel Carlson after he's already missed two. We're in Minnesota. We, I mean, especially Zimmer, he watched Blair Walsh end our playoff dreams on a 27-yarder. I know, but at the same time, then all of a sudden we try to go for the end zone. We fumble the ball. We throw an interception. We're going, you fucking but here, idiot. Here's my point on the fumble. If, you, if all you're doing, I'll, I will give you pass, even though I'm not even against the pass. But here's my point. What's a better chance? Well, of hold on, a fumble or a missed field goal. At this point in time, as a Minnesota fan, it's a missed field goal. But we but don't it's know how to always make field a missed field goal because think you have about a ten percent chance of missing a field goal. There's no way you can tell me that that in situations where you can't fumble at the end of the game, that ten percent of plays are fumbled. So I would say your the odds curse are of better. Gary to Anderson continue. is real. Ever since 1998, we've been absolutely cursed. But. With field goals especially, so you're not really helping your case. I I'm I'm agreeing with you is what I'm saying, but as a traditional, you know, football purist, I mean you that situation, all you need to do is kick a field goal to win the game. But why there. not get as close as possible? That's my point. How if, much closer can you really get before you take a shot at the end zone? That's what that's how, what I'm how, saying. How, I mean, obviously it wasn't close enough. But you can you had two timeouts left. Can you we move passes? I can't talk it. Daniel Carlson anymore. I can't handle it. But I'm not. I'm talking Zimmer. I think that he made a mistake by not trying to get the ball closer. I mean, why not get it up to the old uh, point after? It was a after? 35-yard. That is a point after. It was no, a no, it's a yard. now point after. Why not get it to the old school point after if you can? Get it to the 50. Because he wanted to, to be 10. in the middle of the field, which, he, which Daniel Carlson asked for, and we gave it to Murray. He had another five-yard so run. So continue to, to run it up the middle of the field, but at least use your timeouts until you get to a fourth down. Like this every single time, bowl for four, bowl for five, bowl for three. I just I'm not to me, against what he did. Doesn't make I'm not any against sense. what he did because that's that's the right football play. I disagree. Why is it the right football play? Because no matter who, because no matter who your kicker because is, because 31 other teams in the league would do the same thing and they would actually hit that field goal. But but again, I would guarantee that numbers tell you your better odds, no matter who your kicker is, are missing a field goal from 30 yards, 30 to 35 yards. Before you fumble in that situation and you lose the game. And you still don't lose. You're still tied. We still did run the ball. It's not like we just sat no. and kneeled the ball. Yes, yes. We we let the we had, well, I we think, 25 seconds left, and they let it run from 25 down to 4. Because to you're not going to give Green Bay another chance to do anything. What, give them a chance to do what? We had, It was like first or second down. Use your timeouts. Run the ball up the middle until you get to fourth no. down. I'm, I'm okay with what he did. It's just that you got to kick that field goal. You got to hit the field goal is what I'm, what I'm saying. But I know, but you still haven't answered my question. If the odds are better, no matter who your kicker is, to miss that field goal than to fumble, then what are what is the point of not running it? We did run it. We just we <laughs> run ran the clock down. But why? Because you don't give Green Bay another chance. And what chance? Because if you run, all of a sudden you have a two yard loss, another three yard loss. Use those timeouts. All of a sudden you're sitting at the thirty yard line. We hadn't had a a lost running play in the whole damn game. I'm just saying, I'm not against what he did. I like what he did I because mean, that's what you're supposed to do as a football as a, But as a I'm saying that that's the wrong move because, because odds Daniel are, Carlson missed. But Daniel Carlson every, hits that we're not even talking about. But my this. point is that every single kicker has a worse, has, has a better chance of missing that kick than a running back does of fumbling two more runs. I, I, I like to play it safe card. I really which do is my, Which is my move. Odd numbers say that you are more likely to miss. Let me a see kick. these numbers. Where do you got these numbers at? I'm looking at your piece of paper. I've how been scouring often, it how the entire often time. Do, I don't see how it. often do you see a missed field goal at the end of the game from around 35 yards compared to a fumble where they're going, oh, they fumbled and now they lose and now the game is over? You, All I'm saying is the I, offense did exactly what they're supposed to do. We had a 35 yard field goal and our idiot kicker missed it. We did exactly what you're supposed to do. You're still not answering my question. I don't have these numbers. I don't know what the fumble is, but, but why take the can, chance? What chance? Latavius Murray had two fumbles in the preseason in the same game. But And Delvin Cook was hurt at the time, or he had a pulled hamstring, or he had his cramping up. So, again, we played it safe. We played it by... As by long as Adrian Peterson isn't your running back, you have a much better chance of not fumbling. No, you want to throw stats in. He, st- we, we are, again, are cursed by fumbles in the red zone and things like that from our, our running backs, so... Again, you had a 35. You did exactly what you're supposed to do, and all you got to do is kick a field goal to win the game. Well, Most I agree, kickers, but why wouldn't you want a 25-yard field goal? We still, it's not like we sat and kneeled the ball. Yes, like. we did. We, it was at 25 seconds, and we ran it down to four. That's pretty much kneeling it. 
To me, that that is kneeling it. You've got 24 seconds and two timeouts, and you just let it run down to four seconds. And, and we watch Green Bay sit and have the worst clock management of all time at the end of the fourth quarter. So, again, I'm I'm on Zimmer's side. I think we did the right thing. All right, all right, all right. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna break, and we're gonna we're gonna come back because uh, you got anything else beyond beyond this argument to talk about? No, piece? I'm good, man. I'm good. All right, all right. So we're gonna we're gonna break. We're gonna cool, I'm gonna cool down. I don't know if Brandon needs to cool down. I need. To cool I feel down. great. You're the one that's all fired up. I'm just that's kinda... because nobody answers my question. You keep on coming back with the same answer. Why would you run a hurry up offense? You don't need a hurry up offense. You just needed to huddle up and run. We did. We just we we wore the clock down. Once it got to thirty seconds, we stopped trying to get any further down the field. Which is exactly what we should have done. Why? Because we did the right thing. Why? We just have a bad kicker. <laughs> that's what I thought. See, that's what my point that you're not asking. Why call timeouts? Like I said, why why risk it more than you have to? Again, what are you risking? That's you're my risking point. a fumble, you're risking a turnover, but, you're risking a possession from the center. But you we've got a bad brand new backup center that we just acquired okay, from the Giants so, that has has played two games with Kirk Cousins like why risk another Dan exchange? Bailey Dan Bailey is the second most accurate kicker Correct. of all time right what's his percentage um 88% 88% would you say the average in of his field goal and we don't have numbers but would you say the average is probably around why 30 35 five, yards why risk five more plays when you have Hold to have on. a center to quarterback exchange a quarterback to running back exchange and then have that running back have to go through the line of scrimmage and go to get hit because by a bunch even, of people because even even for the second Best kicker You're not going to convince me. You're There's not going to convince me. There's a 12% chance that he misses that you kick. You will not convince me. I know, but that's just because you're being stubborn, not because it makes sense. No, because it makes all the sense in the world. But, but you keep you're on talking. You're minimizing risk. You're 100% what? minimizing risk. But my point is that the kicker. See, Brett Jones is, has taken how many snaps and how many has played how many games? With how, many did he, how, many did he, how many snaps did he take and how Luckily, many did he Luckily, it hasn't happened exactly. yet, but it's bound to happen eventually. But, but out of 100 kicks... There's not one team in the NFL that's going to go through that. That doesn't make it right. When you're within the 30, you're at the 30, or you're 25, whatever the fuck you it You can't was. tell me there's not one NFL coach that would have tried to run a couple more plays to get a Not at that position yards. because all you, need is a, all you need is a field goal. There isn't, it's not like they have another but possession again, coming back. The, the second best kicker of all time Hindsight's misses always 12% of his kicks. You can't tell me there was a 12% chance of a okay, fumble. Okay, but then go look at his percentage inside the 30 when, in a it 35 wasn't, yard That's what I'm goal. saying. It's about, it's, his average probably is probably 95%. About 35, his average is probably about 35 inside yards. Inside 35 yards. He's never missed an extra point. This is an extra point. He's never missed one his entire well, career. But so most there you of go. His, Boom. Mo- done. Most of his career, the extra points were five yards it away. It doesn't matter. He still never missed an extra point in his career. But most of his career. I don't care. He's I know, you don't care about any of the facts. All right, we are going to break, and uh, we are going to um, come back, and we're going to move on, and we're going to start, enjoy your heartbreak. We're going to start, we're going to come back, we're going to talk gopher football, and then uh, we'll wrap up with everything else. Jimmy Butler doesn't like anybody, and um, nobody likes him, and we're doing meetings in L.A. that were supposed to be in Minnesota, but... And yesterday... Yeah, and but go for basket or go for football might be, be good right. again? Maybe. Question mark. All right, come back. All right, we are back. And you still haven't calmed down yet. <laughs> I am so calm. I feel like uh, things are louder in my ears now. Anything for you? All right, maybe I'm just going crazy. You're just yelling at yourself again. So. Yeah, you know, we were. I was <laughs> kind of yelling. For the viewers that can't say it, the second we got off the air and took our little break, like he was just fucking spinning around in circles, going all over the place, knocking my computer desk down. Like it's just, it's getting out of control. Like not- you've got to calm down. You have to calm down. <laughs> Now we got just lies spewing from all I've never spoken a lie in my entire life. I can't afford to lie. If I had anything like Pinocchio, my nose would be so damn big right now, so I can't afford to lie. Hold on a second. I need a little bit longer to laugh. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, you. You see the side profile? the most honest person I know. I know. Exactly. I'm glad we can finally agree on something for once. All our friends right now are just laughing into their heads. I'm glad we can finally agree on something for once. Just like Grandpa says, I've never told a lie in my entire life. Yep, Grandpa. He's the guy to trust (laughs) you. 
Oh my goodness. Uh, all of this nonsense is, um, I want to mention, all of this nonsense is sponsored by Pro Image Sports at the Mall of America. It is a national brand, so to find their website directly, go to ProImageAmerica.com. ProImageAmerica.com. Great people over there. When you get to the website, buy something. That's the main thing. Uh, you do got to buy something. Buy something. When you buy something. You know what something. I want is one of those little uh, little gravity helmets. Those things are sick, dude. We, we got to get one of those. We're going we're gonna to have to talk to them and get some stuff lined yeah. up here on our little table. But, but when you get there and you buy something, you get to the cart, you're about to hit enter. Before you do that, promo code MSF, MSF. 10% off your order and everything that is every order there that's over $35 ships for free. And let's be real, if you're buying anything sports related these days, unless over. it's a pair of socks, it's going to be over $35. So please, Pro Image Sports, support us, proimageamerica.com, buy something, promo code MSF, everybody's a winner. You get a discount, we get support. We'll call it support. Support. Future money. Future money, I like it. There we go. I like it. All right. I like money, even if it's in the future. Yeah, I mean, future money, I mean, past money isn't quite as good as future money, but... No, no, past money doesn't. I feel like past money just sounds like expenses. Past money sounds like I already spent it. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) All right, so we are back. Uh, We're going to jump right into Gopher football, and hopefully uh, we can... Maybe be on the same page. I'm sure people like it when we're not on the same page. So what the hell am Probably. I talking about? Maybe we should just disagree well, we, about we it. Did ju- we did disagree on something. You already you admitted that's that I'm the most point. honest individual that's, you've ever met. I've never told a lie. I've never point. exaggerated anything either. That's, that's another good point. I'm a straight shooter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a straight shooter. Jeez, <laughs> we got all sorts of uh, great uh, adjectives um, to describe you coming out of your mouth. Um, yeah, maybe, you know, people watch like... Uh, uh, all the ESPN shows, I mean, all those guys do is just take different sides and argue with each other no matter the situation. They just do it for the sound clip. I can't watch that soap opera. That's all it is. You know, it's, it's, it is, uh, it's painful to watch. Almost as painful as some of the uh, more well-known local podcasters. Moving on. <laughs> go on. All right. Moving on to go for football. Um, first and foremost, because I called it out. Like spring football game, oh, oh, long you're, you're time gonna, ago. You pump your own tires. Oh yeah, don't, I'm not is. scared to pump my own tires. Oh, I, I'm, a, I'm well aware of exactly, that. Exactly, exactly. Zach Anikstead might. What, by be, the way, what size is that hat? Last time I looked, you were wearing like a seven and a quarter hat. Like, what is it now? Um, your head has gotten bigger and bigger. I don't know, like eight, nine, ten. I mean, my head's not big enough yet. Like, you're, I still have a day turn, job. You're going to be like a little bobblehead here pretty soon. I still have a day job. My head oh, still right. has and to have, fit through a doorway. And you have a wife well. that likes to deflate it as much she as you possibly can. She is good at it, too. Someone's got to keep it grounded. she is good at it. So you've got that. You've got the day job I still have to go to every single day. When I drop my kids off at school and then go back to my house or head to TCF Bank Stadium or head to U.S. Bank Stadium... Then I might not be able to fit through doorways, but all we'll right. talk about that when that time comes. All right, all right. Anyway, so anyways, back football. to what I'm good at right now, and that is knowing a good fucking college quarterback when I see one, and that is Zach Anikstead. Yeah, you did call that spring practice, even when you, you told me, because I didn't watch his spring game right away, and you're like, you have to watch this. Go watch it, and I watch. And I, I had to agree with you 100%. I mean, he did look the part, and he looks the part now. And he's a warrior, dude. That guy's oh. a warrior. I just sprained I, ankle, still playing, still, still just killing it. Yeah, uh, yeah. And I went and looked. I was just doing some because I, you know, I'm j- always trying to get different angles on uh, graphics and stuff. So I was looking at some of the comparisons of uh, of Anikstead compared to other quarterbacks. Who are you comparing to? Please, you, you can't on. compare to other listen, golfer listen quarterbacks. Listen to this. Listen to this. Okay. In yards, he's already fortieth. On the Gophers' all-time <laughs> list. Oh, God, that's so embarrassing. <laughs> Two games into his career. And he'll pass another five after one more yep. game if he has a decent God. game. God. <laughs> yeah, that's how bad it is. Oh, well, again, so I mean, you look at well, Philip Nelson was better at kicking people in the head than he was playing football. Yes, he was very good at kicking yeah, people in the head. Successful. <laughs> yeah, man. Successful at getting himself oh, to jail. Oh, God. Yeah, no shit. And then, uh, yeah, we got Mitch Leidner, who... Did he ever throw for more than 100 yards in his entire career in a single game? And if he did, it wasn't. It, yeah. Um, if he did, I didn't see it. 
But Todd McShay said first round draft choice. Yeah, first round draft choice. Is that God. not the worst call of all ever, time? Ever, ever. Like you must just look at somebody's like profile and be like, hmm, yeah, there's some upside there. There's some serious upside. Like, how can you I mean again, so how is he getting paid hundreds of thousands of dollars to do his job and we're sitting here <laughs> doing this for free and going to our day job? It it that it doesn't it doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Um the 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 best part about Zach Anikstead is not only is he the best quarterback we've had in a long time, but he's the first one to have the throw two weapons of this caliber. Yeah, that, you got Bateman and you got Ty Johnson. Ty Johnson, which Ty Johnson's been around for for a couple quarterbacks, but um, you have you still have um, like Ottman Bell. He's their third wide receiver. Yeah. He's a true freshman and. He, we're so young. We are so young. If it's you, insane. Yeah, if you go back on some of the teams, I mean, you know, we had Eric Decker, but it was Eric Decker and nobody else. No, that's just it. There, there was. I mean, we've traditionally been a running team forever and ever and ever and ever. Yeah, and even even Ty Johnson, it was Ty Johnson and nobody else. Yep. So it's it is nice. Rashad Bateman. Rashad Bateman looks. Stupid good. He, he looks so explosive, and as a true freshman, again, like God, you look at this team, and right now we're, we're I mean, we haven't even hit the tip of the iceberg. Like we're just kind of getting our feet wet right now because what was the stat? I know we talked about it last week, a little bit or two weeks ago, or whatever it was. I can't keep my keep my timeline straight anymore. But what are we the youngest team in the entire nation as far as overall freshmen on the roster, and as far as like starting freshmen, we're like fourth in the nation or something like that. Yeah, so yeah, we're uh, yeah, we're we're the uh we're we have the most amount of freshmen. I think yeah, it's like 45 or 50 freshmen. Yeah. Just some stupid something number astronomical like that. Like that. We have like 8 seniors or something. Yep. And most of them don't play. No, no. It's and that's just a, that's a crazy thing. I mean, it's just I think Brian Cashman would probably be the most the well-known senior. And he's mm-hmm. all over the field. I mean, that guy is just yeah. So here, so here's Zach Anikstead at 537 yards, number 40 on the list. If he goes over 150 yards, he'll jump up to 37th on the list God. by the end of next week. Um, what a storied, storied franchise we have here. He's about to pass Demry Croft if he goes up. Uh, if he if he throws for 250 yards. Demrycroft, yeah. It's just it's it's uh it's pretty unbelievable. Who's Adam Weber, the all time leader? Yep, all time leader. Where's Cupido? Is he Cupido's be... the right behind him. Okay. Mitch Leidner, number three. Leidner's number three. Yeah, because he, he started, started for, for seventeen years. Yeah, I think. no shit. I don't know how you get that many. How many years total yards does Leidner have? He had uh seventy two hundred yards total, but that's like five seasons. Cupido, he had four seasons. Adam Weber only had three seasons. Leidner, that's more yards than I would have expected out of him. How many touchdowns did he throw? He threw 55 touchdowns and 25 interceptions. Wow, actually his stats are a lot. I mean, I'm not, I am not. don't want to use the word impressive, but they're better than I thought they'd be. But again, I just feel like he played for so many years. I know. Well, he did. I mean, between because Philip Nelson, it was him and Nelson that came in together. And Nelson decided to become a punter versus a quarterback. <laughs> a and punter. <laughs> and head punter. Even Philip Nelson's 18th on this list. That's just so sad. God, it's so sad. And then you've got people like Baker Mayfield who threw for 116 touchdowns in his career. Yeah, I know. Hard. But I'm telling you, Anikstead could be one of those guys, especially as Flex starts to really let him go. Oh, I, he's going to end up being, unless we bring some stud in that ends up you know, overtaking him. We do have couple, some good ones coming in. Do. He's going to have to fight for it. But, that, but that's what him, you want. That's the competition that you're looking for. That's exactly what you want. And with him, he's done that already for, he did that this year. And that's the quarterback I want. I want a guy that's going to step and be like, no, I want to fight for it. I'm not afraid of it. Like, exactly, exactly. And he's rather these entitled Mr. Cool. guys, exactly, rather than all these entitled quarterbacks and stuff like that that just want the job handed to him and then don't do anything with it. Like, I love it. I just I love the competition. I love I just love the demeanor of this team right now. Yeah, well, and they're about to be tested. They got Maryland this weekend. Yeah, Big Ten season opens up. We got Maryland. Then don't we don't we go to like Ohio State after that or something like that? I think we're very close to Ohio State um after that. I think there's one game in between I can pull. I think we have now. a bye week and then it's Ohio State. I think it's Maryland, bye week, Ohio State. I could be wrong, but I don't know if I've oh, ever been. Oh, it's Iowa. Oh, we have Iowa. Oh, yeah, that's right. We do have Iowa. That's the game we need to win. We need yes. to win one of these rivalry games for once. We need to we need to beat Maryland, and then Iowa comes here. Iowa comes here. Okay. If you want to make a statement, 
You you win that Iowa game. You beat Iowa at home. Oh my! If you beat Iowa at home, you don't have to win a game the rest of the year. It's already the season's already a success compared to where we've yes. been for the last five years. To have this many freshmen, if you were to go five and zero oh start, oh jeez! And Iowa was one of those victories. Yep. Oh man, because I mean, you're not going to go into Ohio State and beat Ohio no, State. No, you're not, unless there's just so much turmoil there. With... But at the same time, after that, Nebraska, who just lost to that's tr- a winnable game, Troy. Or was it, yeah, they lost Troy. Wisconsin lost to BYU. BYU, a so, bunch of Mormons. Wisconsin lost a bunch of Mormons. Nebraska doesn't even have a win yet. God, I love it. They're 0-2. No shit. So if you can pull out a victory, as a team right now, as a Minnesota gopher football team, we need to go one week at a time. But we're not on the football team. So Maryland, if you can pull out a win in Maryland, that's Why, huge. Well, we should win that game. Why shouldn't we? What well, we... it's in Maryland. Yeah. And and coming into the season before DJ Durkin started hitting kids or had coaches who hit kids and like made them feel bad about themselves, um, they were seen as finishing above us. Most yeah, of... but everybody was. That's what I'm saying. Like even now, like I listen to JG, who's sideline guy, and he does Barrero, right? Mm-hmm. He's a producer for the Barrero show. He comes in and he's like. Yeah, you know, if we can get the win against Maryland, and then I, yeah, I think we can get up to six, seven, maybe eight wins. I'm like, wait a minute, what? That number doesn't make sense. If we can beat Maryland, we're four and zero, oh, and then we've got Iowa, Iowa's gonna be a tough game, and, Nebraska, oh. Indiana, Illinois, Purdue is zero and three, Northwestern's one and two. Like, what the fuck are we afraid of? Yeah, exactly. Why can't we win these games? Like, again, we got to get rid of this cheeseburger, Tracy Clay's. Seizure ridden, what's his name? Like Jerry Kill. Jerry Kill. Like why? Why do we have to go into these games expecting to lose every week? Like why? I mean, that isn't that what culture? Culture exactly. Everybody makes building. fun of PJ Fleck, but he's so right. Culture, culture, Fucking culture. Go into these games expecting to win, not expecting to lose. Like even like the fan base, like oh yeah, you know, yes. if if we could get a win, like no, when we win this yes. game, exactly, exactly. Because like let's start believing for once. Yes, I mean if you're if if you throw like the Fresno State game, I guarantee if it was the, the Jerry Kill. Tracy Clay's like regime, we lose that game because Every these time. kids are sitting reactive mode, thinking like, "Oh, not well." Here it goes. You know, we we got close, so at least we played a competitive exactly. game. Like, no, we're going to go into these games and win. Like, don't let yourself think otherwise. Well, you throw out if you throw out the let's let's throw out both Maryland because that's let's say that's a fifty fifty, and then Iowa, we're not going to be favored, but we're at home. Let's throw those two out, and. Iowa St- or, and Ohio State. Nebraska should be a win, That's a win right now. What we're looking at right now, that should we are be a better win. than them. Yep. Indiana, win. That should be a Illinois, win. Illinois, win. Purdue, win. That's Northwestern, win. That's five right there. Right now, That's we're nine wins. Or That's, That's nine wins. wins. That's nine wins. If you can pull out one against Maryland, one against Iowa, you're in double digits. What yep. the fuck is everybody talking about? I know. It's just, again, it's because we've built this culture where we don't expect to win. We expect to be a 500 team and go to some stupid ass bowl game that nobody's ever fucking heard of and then call it good again like no no let's do what we should i mean we're a big 10 team we're a big fucking school with phenomenal yes. facilities now yes. and a great head coach and a great recruiter a bringing great, in a great talent exactly why can't the culture needs a change a yes. fan base needs to start expecting to win like that should be the expectation at this point in time exactly and i just for me we I like just, that little fucking flip of the pen, like angry over I'm here. I told mad. you you're getting fired I'm, up. I'm fired up. See, tonight. now the listeners again. You can. I told you the guy knocked over my entire computer desk. Like I can't even go to work tomorrow. Like I'm done. Like <laughs> just destroyed everything. My company's. Getting, like I hope I get reimbursed for all that shit you broke. Well, over good. There. Then maybe you can help me more with the website. Oh, jeez. I see how it gets flipped. Yep. Right. Yeah, see, yeah, see yeah. it now. I guess I'll just go to the office. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a busy man. <laughs> Help you with the website, like technical stuff. Jeez, oh, expectations. <laughs> I'm setting expectations for the Gophers, not for me. Right, right. I agreed to a podcast only for now, and I uh, gave you insight. I put some stories right. on, uh, on on Instagram. That's the true. Old, That's I, true. I did some things. Our there. Instagram was pretty hot this weekend. It was. We got things happening over at Instagram at Real MN Sports Fan. Anybody wondering? Instagram, Twitter, Facebook at Real MN Sports Fan. You can find Brandon, but his are always different. At Bstrack21. That's what it is on Instagram. Bstrack21. Bstrack21. Uh, Twitter is... Um, I think it's Bstrack21 too. Oh, did you change it? I don't one remember. Is that brand? It doesn't matter. Do you're I have never, a Twitter never, still? You're never fucking on there. Anyways. I was going to say, do I have a Twitter? What does it matter? You can't slide into DMs. There's no whores on Twitter. It, that's, it's all Instagram. You know, you know who could have uh, 
have a Twitter that could just kind of blow up would be uh, Jacob Narlock. That's what you're saying. He said he's oh, a funny, man. funny he dude. He's just funny, and uh, he's been making these memes, been making his own memes. So, like, on one, he had uh, Barr hitting Rodgers. Uh, Aaron Rodgers sleep number 55. Oh, yeah, I saw that. That was good. That was really good. That was really good. <laughs> yeah, and so he's just he's, – he's got some random stuff on this, the type of stuff that Twitter just loves yep. that I can I, – I don't think of that stuff. That's why I get frustrated with Twitter. We don't even talk about that. I mean, again, I don't know what Twitter is. But. Anyway, anyways, um, quickly, uh, before we wrap up uh, Go for Football, um, some other names I want to point out. Bryce Williams. Rookie or rookie freshman running back that's had to take over since both of our what, senior have, running backs. Yards are, last week yeah, like 150 yards. 30, they, 33 carries, 34 carries, yeah, something like that. Yeah, he he's after the first half when he came in for Rodney Smith. Uh, we we watched that game together here. Mm-hmm. We it was nerve wracking. Like ooh, this running game could be brutal. I know. Um, but that second half and it was like all right, like he just needed that time to realize. Oh well, shit! Everything's on me now. Yep. And a lot of times, you just need you need a week to prep. You kind of have yeah. to go through, like you kind of get your mindset and stuff like that. And even like the Seth Green, like I love how Fleck is keeping people off guard. Like are just it's, it's different. It's, it's weird different. to see us doing different things exactly are... than the plain vanilla. Like just hand it off sixty times a game and hope for the best. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, lastly, how much of a miss for recruiters especially when your dad had as good of a career as he did how much of a miss was Antoine Winfield Jr. as like a .82 coming out of wasn't high school he, wasn't he like a low three star yeah low three star like had and a he had is a, just killing it look that interception was wow again still. he can play any position they're outside even, the line on defense and they want to put him in I offense. was just gonna say they're talking about putting him in offense I just, to me, I, when your dad has that much of an acumen, you would think that even if you're decent, they would see you with athletic ability. They would see you mm-hmm. as a guy who could grow into. Plus, you hope that a guy like that has more knowledge than a lot of other. Yeah, how people do you do. miss that? I mean, how do you a point eight two? Like, if we if Fleck were to get a point eight two right now, that'd be the bottom of his. The barrel. bottom of the barrel, exactly, because everything we've had has been like high three stars, yep. low four star kind of material. It's. Yeah, I guess I don't I don't understand how it was like did he just not flash at all in high school? Did he just get completely And how overlooked? does he not? I don't know because he's flashing right now. <laughs> and he's a redshirt sophomore, but even his freshman year he was playing. Yeah. I don't know. Like and he and he pops like you watch him and it's like he's always on the ball, right. he's always making plays like yeah, it's uh I don't know. I just mind-boggling. Can't, I, it just, it's I don't flat out mind-boggling. I, I'm glad it happened that way yes. because I mean, there's no reason he should be, especially when he was recruited not by Fleck and right. by the previous regime that hates athletes. He and almost left when he got when he when got accused a, of I the know, sexual assault nearly, stuff. He was real close, to so leaving. close to leaving. God, that would have been such a bummer. God, yeah. Could you imagine? <laughs> oh no, I I can't. Uh, we would have lost the game to Fresno State. 100%. Yep. So that, that's about all there is to know about that. He's already earned his scholarship right there. He can be a bum the next three years yep. or two years. Yep. All right. So we've got like eight minutes left until an hour. Uh, so let's wrap up with some of the things going on. Have we heard, have we seen any updates on the Jimmy Butler situation tonight? Did the meeting take place? I went through the old Twitter world um, right before I jumped on the podcast. Haven't seen anything. It just, all I said is that. Tibbs is flying out to L.A. to go meet with them. You can't believe anything you hear. Um, I don't know. That's Yeah, I got nothing. There's nothing. There's, there's nothing. I don't know. The, the whole Timberwolves, even Glenn Taylor coming out, saying that they're considering firing Tibbs with all the turmoil, with cats on ice right now. Like, There's just nothing good about this whole situation. It's typical Timberwolves just dumpster fire. Yeah, it and it always seems. How does it always go south every time? Like no matter what, I, would, I didn't even plan about talking about it this way. But you look at Marbury and Garnett. The last time that we really saw a chance with a young core to grow into something huge, is it Glenn Taylor? I mean, is it because at this point in time, you still look at it like, why is Garnett's number still available? Why is it not in the rafters? Why have we not been able to reconcile that whole relationship? The hands down greatest player of our entire franchise, and we can't even. He's, he hates ownership so bad that he won't even come back to Minnesota, period, right now until he's yeah, gone. I know. Gosh, that's Like, so that bad. just, you can't have that. that. That's just. He should have his number in the rafters. His number should have been in the rafters before he was even retired. Yeah. 
He yeah. should have never been traded. He's the only guy of in in Tim Rule's history that you could even talk about deserving it. Exactly. And it's like, yeah, it's just I don't know. It's such a dysfunctional franchise. It's like the Cleveland Browns of the NFL. It's and they just, just can't get it right. They no matter can't what over they and do. over. The only time we ever had it right was with Flip, and all of a sudden, even that turned sour. Of course. Yeah, and Flip wouldn't have made this trade. The only reason why this trade, the trade was made, was because Tibbs and Butler's yep. the Tibbs guy. And but at the same time, if the trade wouldn't have been made, then we would have not we, made the playoffs last playoffs. year. We'd be sitting here talking right now about all the potential we have with Zach Levine, Wiggins, yep. and Towns, and they would all be going on max deals. Yep, they'd all be going to max deals, and all they want to do, I mean, I can't speak for Levine because I feel like he's like the one guy that's a workout warrior, but God, I get so sick of Wiggins and Cat, and I feel like to them, they're just punching a clock, which I get it's a job to them, but like they're just, there is no passion. But I you're just, not going to be great if it's just No, a job. you need that, you have to have that bulldog mentality, you have to have that Kobe-esque, that Jimmy Butler, you know, that LeBron James, where you want to win, like... I feel like winning doesn't matter to those guys. Winning on Fortnite is way more important. Yeah, and the and the NBA is more important than any other league where you really have to have your one or two or three Because leaders. one player can dictate the outcome of a the game. They like, have to be that guy. They you have look, to be that guy. Look you, at the guys who win. It's, they're that guy. Every time. LeBron James, Steph Curry, Kevin. Well, Kevin Durant hasn't. Well, yeah, he did because he played for the super team, didn't he? Yeah. So, yeah. Kevin, like Kevin Durant, like you look at... Mike, you know, you, look you go Michael back, Jordan, Michael Jordan. You look at Kobe Bryant. I mean, look, look at, at the, the guys who had that, that Michael Jordan kept from winning, like Patrick Ewing, Charles Barkley. They had that extra All drive. Those guys. And he kept them from winning championships yep. still. I know. So you have to have it just to and even we, have an opportunity. And we have a bunch of entitled kids. Yes. And Jimmy Butler. And they don't like Jimmy Butler because he's too hard and on And then them. an entitled Twitter makes those entitled kids feel even more entitled yep. to everything that they're getting. And now Jimmy's going to leave. And now we're going to be fucked for 10 years. Yep. And that, that's that. And this is something that you and I agree on that we disagree with most people around the social media world. And I would say most people around everybody that you hear the papers and everything else. I, I hear Barrero say that, yeah, he needs, he'd rather still have Jimmy Butler. But outside of that, like you even have the Sue hands and whatnot of the world who I feel like are, have turned against Jimmy Butler. And it's just, if you're Jimmy Butler right now, how do you feel loved? And it's, Part of it's his fault. Like he has gone a little bit over the top. He hasn't calmed the waves, so to speak. When they've no, started he coming. definitely hasn't. I mean, he's probably added to the waves. And, yes. I mean, he's been a little bit more abrasive. There's sometimes where you like look at his Twitter and you're like, dude, stop, shut right. up. Even when he's calling out Dwayne Wade's hot ass wife, yeah, yeah. Gabriel Union, I'm like, dude, you're. I, I get the thirst. My thirst is real too. <laughs> like I've been in love with that chick since Bad Boys too. But I love that man. Movie. <laughs> it's like you gotta chill Mike a little Larry. bit. My Larry. <laughs> oh God, that's great. Oh, okay. Moving on. Uh, next topic. We're down to three minutes. Um, Joe Mauer. Does he play for the Minnesota Twins next year? Sounds like he's uh, kind of aiming towards uh, retirement. It's kind of, I mean, he said he's, what, what was his kind of quote? Uh, that he that he needs some time needs to some time, think about it. towards it or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah. He needs, to, he, needs to sp- he needs to talk to the people around him. And, um, but I just can't see. Jack Morris said it best. And Jack Morris played a lot longer than most people play yeah. baseball. And he said it. He, he goes... He goes, I don't know if my, if Joe Maurer's brain works anywhere like mine does. And now that I'm thinking about it, it really doesn't. No, I mean, they're they're opposites. Right. So but completely... at the same time, he says, with the doubts and the regrets that I had in my first couple years of retirement, I would sure hope that Joe plays a couple more, a couple more years. A couple said. more years. Because you think about it, Joe's what, like 36, 37? Um, yeah, cause I, I, I want to say right. he's a year old. Older than I am, maybe two. So he's like 26. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I know, as I said, I'm like, shit. <laughs> but I want to say, what is he, a 2000 or 2001 high school grad? Yeah. And I was a 2002. 2012. I mean, 2012. <laughs> so, yeah, he's just. I think he's just a decade. <laughs> but, yeah, no, so he must be 35, 36. Yeah, so, you know, you think of... Guys who play first base, he doesn't catch anymore. Uh, he's still people bitch and moan about his production, but he's any any team will take a guy and find a spot for him if he's going to hit two seventy five. And he's top five this year in batting average with runners in scoring position. 
And you know that if he's hitting 275, his on-base percentage is 350. Well, the beauty of it, or the thing of it is, I shouldn't say the beauty of it, but the thing of it is, is right now at $23 million a year, it's it's tough to stomach him at first base right. hitting 270 with no home runs. Yes. But now if he signs a you know, two, $3 million a year contract, I'm okay with 280 and his superb first base play. Yeah, and they've said that I've, I've heard numbers as high as like six, seven million. Um, which again, it's baseball. Baseball. I mean, numbers are inflated. Yeah. It, it it does. I mean, it just doesn't really matter. They have a hundred million dollars to play with next year, just to get back to what they're paying people well, this year. Yeah. Well, the thing is, we have. I don't think we've got anybody guaranteed on their contract that's in like 2019, 2020, or whatever it is. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's and and the young core. I'm as bad as this Twins team and as frustrating as they've been. There should still be light at the end of the tunnel with all of the young talent that they have. Their entire their entire batting lineup is filled with guys under 26 years old. Um, and then, you know, it's all going to come down to starting pitching. And that's why, for me, if you want the Twins to immediately make a turnaround, I think that it can happen. I think that this Twins team next year, with the right moves, could be a team that doesn't just make the playoffs, but goes into the playoff with talk going on about them winning a series, possibly. And here's why. It's a little optimistic. You want to know how I do it? Um, Wish in one hand, shit in the other? Well, that's one way. Okay. I find the best free agent pitcher. I'm not talking about Jake Odorizzi or somebody who's go, oh, yeah, you got him for good value. No, no, no. If it's Justin Verlander, it's Justin Verlander. If it's Arietta, it's Arietta. I expect to pay somebody 30 plus million dollars to be my number one. Because if you do that, let's just say, I don't even know if Justin Verlander is a free agent, but let's just say he is. If you pay him, we have all of this money and all this young talent, you do that, then you go from Verlander to Barrios. To Santana. To Santana, if he's still on the team next year. To maybe like a Romero. To Romero. I mean, and then, you know, Jake Odorizzi still under contract. Gibson might come back. I mean... We're talking, you are talking by just adding one, yeah, you're talking one or two pitchers. If you added, like, let's say, let's say a Justin Verlander and then a guy who's better than anybody we have right now. So like, uh, you pay him 30 million and then you sign another one for 15. Making Brios your number three. Yeah. I mean, it's, I'm telling you, man. I mean, there's a lot of lineup. young talent. We're not that far away and we've got a hell of a farm system. It's just, again, you've got to get one, you got to pay the money. Can we get the poll ads to open the checkbook? Two, can you get one of those guys to actually come here? Because that's the other thing. We're not a we're not a destination location. Pay them the more than anybody else. That's my thing. Pay them the money because you mentioned poll ads, and I get that. Obviously, poll ads. Some of the richest owners in baseball, but they don't want to pay pay anybody. They don't give a shit about baseball. They're just business guys. But for me, if it's going to take eighty to a hundred million dollars just to get back to this year's salary, and if you look up and down the batting lineup, there's nowhere to spend that money. You're not going to bench any of those guys unless you're going to replace Joe Maurer at first base yep. and, and sign a big-time DH. Even if you paid somebody $15 million to play first base and you signed a $10 million a year uh, DH and you signed both of those big t- even up to eighty to $100 million yet. And you, there's nowhere else to spend that money. But will they actually spend the money? That's the, That's the million-dollar question. There is no excuse anymore. No, there isn't, but the poll ads have been able to find an excuse ever since they got that nice new shiny ballpark that we had. Yep. They've, they've found an excuse every year not to spend money. That's true. Uh, but, again, The only person just that they opened the checkbook for was Joe Maurer, and that was a business decision, not a baseball decision, I know, because I know. he couldn't let the hometown boy go. I know, but just to get back up to what it's at this year, you would have to spend. So it's not even spending more. I agree, but we've also spent the most money we've ever spent in agree, yeah, our entire true. history this year. So does that make them go, oh, okay, well, now we can... I know, I know, I'm nerd. That's that. That's the only thing. But to me, like just looking at it from a common sense standpoint, it just. I know it's just it's just frustrating at this point in time. It's gotten to the point where you're like, God, will you guys actually just open the checkbook and let us be competitive for once and sit instead of because we're right there. We're there. They brought up the talent now. Like if Buxton can come in and even hit. 225 and play great center field and stay somewhat healthy and then everybody else just takes their normal step and then you add that type of pitching we have a team that on paper should be able to compete for not only the AL Central but if you can grab if if Brios is your third pitcher 
going into the playoffs. Oh, you feel real, real good. And about what that. is playoffs about? Pitching. I'm telling you, it's it, it's it, it's our opportunity to to make that turnaround that would get the state back involved with baseball. Well, that's even the signings that they made this offseason. You knew that they weren't really. I mean, we tried to be competitive this year, but they're building for next year. Right? They, they've they've been doing that the entire you know ever yeah, since yep. Felvey and Levine have yep. walked in. Like very true. Very true. So, no, I'm with you there. All right, we're out. Um, one last thing. We're not even going to talk about it. Gophers made their first signing 2019, Trey Jackson. Huge four-star, four It's a big deal. And hopefully gets Matthew Hurt. To consider, at least. And Zeke Najee. Oh, God, Jesus. Just one of those two. If both of those two would immediately make us like a top 10 contender yeah top five contender so 2019 class could change everything for gopher basketball if if the right moves are made we have like four or five scholarships available so keep an eye on that because those guys are starting to commit and most of them want to commit before their basketball season starts in the next two months so a lot of stuff to watch there um other than that you got anything else brandon that's it man go to uh go to ProImageSports.com. Buy something. Promo code MSF. Thank them, as always, for sponsoring Minnesota Sports Fan, MinnesotaSportsFan.com. This is the Minnesota Sports Fan Podcast. I'm Eric. This is Brandon. We had a great time. This will now be weekly. Come join us. Peace. What's the thinking on the move, or, or what went into the decision today to let Daniel Carlson go? Did you see the game? Was it was it an easy decision? Yeah, pretty easy. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.